Well, hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, in case I don't see a good night to the uh, Beers and Ears podcast. This is Casey. And my name is Matt. After a little bit of a hiatus, sorry about that, everybody. You know, it's the, the world of our lives got, you yeah. know. Yeah, well, you know. about two weeks ago, I wasn't feeling well. And it actually yeah. turned out, I, I, I was, I actually ended up calling off work for a couple of days. I wasn't yeah. feeling all that great. And then um, last week, you, we, we did a little switcheroo. You <laughs> actually had a trip to Florida. And so uh, Amy Birchman popped on. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to that last week's episode or not, but uh, it was a pretty good episode. Yeah, it turned out I agree. Really good, yeah. kind of last minute. Um, so we were supposed to record two weeks ago, Strange World, uh, and talk about that. And, and we still are planning on doing that. But like I said, a little switcheroo, you were down in Florida last week. You only got one day at the park, but one day at the park is better than no days at the park. So Matt, tell us about your experience down there. What'd you do? Yeah, so um, so first of all, we were down there for unrelated Disney reasons. Um, we were in Orlando to um, do my wife's family Christmas, and it was oh, okay. my um, uh, one of her relatives that has a um, uh, when my niece is just under my oldest age. She mm-hmm. was like, "Hey, I'd love to do one day at Disney. Do, do you think we could make that happen?" Which that is the dumbest question anybody can ask. Like, do you think we could go to Disney? Like, <laughs> just for we one make day. That happen? <laughs> I mean, if I say no, then something's wrong with me. Um, But so the cool part was we were in an Airbnb 15 minutes from the park. Okay. So, um, and Casey, I tell you, this is non-park related. I have never been close to stealing something in my life until from this Airbnb. Oh, okay. They they had a picture of like 120 some odd ride vehicles, like just all the ride vehicles down. I was like, I really want this. And that's awesome. That would be so. Um, and it was, it was a cool house. Cause all of them, you know, the, they had a bunch of pictures all up that were Disney related and then it was, it was fun. So, um, we had, of course, um, frozen girls, uh, you know, we have girls that all love frozen. So we were like, okay, let's do Epcot in the morning. And then we can park hop at about two. And the nice thing about that is that gives us a little bit of a break, Mm -hmm. um, kind of a midday reset. You park hop Um, to Magic Kingdom, I take it, right? Park hop to Magic Kingdom. Yep. So um, and there's, you know, we we obviously aren't going on the thrill rides with a four year old, uh, uh, a three year old and a two year old. So, you know, we, we, we didn't really need to try to, you know, fit everything in. So. Um, the only disappointment on the trip was the frozen ride was down all day. <laughs> oh no, that's not good. Well, did so you at least get the, to meet Anna and Elsa? So yes, we got okay. to, we stood in line and we got to, so we went right and we went, just went into meet Anna and Elsa. They were great. Um, you know, that meet and greet is really nice because yeah. you, you get the one-on-one time with Anna and the one-on-one time with Elsa and man, uh, shout out to Elsa. She was on point that day. She was like, she had the puns going. She, she was very, awesome. very good. That very good. Awesome. Um, so we did that. And then we went over to grand fiesta tour, which of course was like a, you know, just walk on it. And I have uh, never rode that ride. Oh my gosh. It's, I have it's, never rode it. I think when we were there and I had the opportunity to do it. It might have been down or something. And then it went through that weird period where it was like cardboard cutouts for yeah, a while yeah. or whatever. But no, I have never rode that ride before. It is it is the greatest ride to go on if you just want to walk on a ride. <laughs> okay. Um, like living, kind of like living with the land, although living with the land recently has gotten some more popularity. That, so yeah, that can, that can, and that can sometimes get like ballooned this one. I mean, I guess I've seen it at 15, 20 minutes sometimes, but every time that I'm there, it's like, yeah, just walk on. And now, now I, I do have to say this. So uh, when Matt's at Epcot, he sends me a text message saying my greatest victory today. And this was at like seven o'clock in the morning. And he was able to get a boarding pass for Guardians of the Galaxy, which was something I was not able to do. I had to pay for mine. Yeah. So, so, uh, um, so you got to do Guardians. Yeah. So that was where my kids were up before seven. So I was like, well, OK, I'm awake. I'm going to try to get this. Um, and it, I will say. I'm still not a fan of the virtual queue, but I think the process is actually pretty simplistic. Yep. Like it's, it's not a whole lot of buttons. Like it really is just like the second you see that clock switch to seven o'clock, you hit that button. (laughs) Well, and, and I will say they have gotten better about how they're doing it now. So it, it, when they first did it, there was a lot of these very stringent, you had to be in the park and now it's loosened up in terms of how you do it. And it's not a free for all only at 7am. 
Yes. So like 7 a.m. you get to try, and then you get to try again. I believe it's at 1 p.m. 1, yeah. So 1 p.m. And then from what I've been told, they have also added a third for on-site, I want to say deluxe guests at okay. six. Okay. So like so and then and then from there, at least with Rise, Rise is not a virtual queue anymore. Like, but but back when it was, like towards the end of the night, if as as boarding groups were less and less, they were starting to let people on standby too. Yeah. So they're they're learning, I think, how to do this. Tron's going to be really interesting to see how they do it, although they perfected it with Guardians, so who knows? It, it'll be interesting. But, uh, okay, so with the Guardians Coast, first of all, I got um, one way or another. Ah, I'm yes. find you. Yes, I had that one on the first one, so, so yes. Got that one. Um, A little blondie going on there. The theming of the ride, I'm kind of eh on. Like the whole like, all right, you know this. The, our cosmic engine thing has been stolen by this nameless uh, 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 celestial. Yeah, uh, you gotta go it's and get it. Yeah. Okay, fine. I mean, I, I think that may go back to my Disney villains theory, where it's like, oh, good, a nameless villain. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, but the ride is Isn't it awesome. awesome. Isn't it's it awesome? Awesome. It is uh-huh. so smooth. It's unlike any coaster that you've felt because you have the omni movement of it. You're not yeah. just fixed into going forward or backward or, you know, so it's like Space Mountain meets Haunted Mansion. To yeah. Some degree, so you, you, you know? get these like fun banked curves where yes. it's not just a curve like you're you're also twisting and it's really hard to um, hard to describe, but. Really, really, high the high definition video graphics in there too. Yeah, like really make it awesome. That one spot where they they twirl you in a circle around Earth. Yeah, that is a cool spot. I, I mean, you're I, pretty I much like ninety it. degrees, like facing yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, and um. you know, it's one of those things where like. I'm a bigger guy. I, I was worried about whether I'd fit on this thing. The thing's comfortable. It's it doesn't even sit like a real roller coaster. It sits like a like an Omni mover, you know? Yeah. yeah. So very happy. I got to do that. That obviously we did not take the kids on. I snuck out with my father-in-law for, Ah. I was like, we're going to go do this. And the nice thing about the virtual queue is that it is like the fast pass. You're like, all right, we're going to get in line at this time. And then the line was moving very, very quickly. I mean, because, okay, yes, we kind of competed with some lightning lane people, but not that many. Um, And even I will say we were in group 51 and we went off at 1130. (sighs) Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so like they they've perfected too I think how to move people through. I also think that that particular ride doesn't have a lot of downtime. I think you know unlike Rise of the Resistance, which is consistently battling downtime. Yeah. Well, I think they said that's up like ninety three percent of the time. Was well, that seven percent? a big chunk. Yeah. So you know with this one, I don't think is down at all. Yeah. No, I, I think they've perfected that one, and I I did get to see them. I saw Tron running, so I was we were in the in line for yeah. the Barnstormer. So, uh, awesome. so we did we did Epcot things. You know, we did the seas with Finding Nemo because again, like with kids, like that's yep. yeah, it's fish and it's Nemo. Um, and then we oh, what were we do in the afternoon? Ah, whatever. We went over to Magic Kingdom in the afternoon because um, we kind of walked the World Showcase. My kid took a nap. Um, like, you know, it's, we, we did that. Oh, I got my Sam, the Eagle, um, Sam Eagle sipper. So, uh, all's well, uh, I posted that on the Facebook group. So, um, you know, got the, got what I, uh, went for. And then, um, went over to magic kingdom. So we're getting into magic kingdom and the festival of fantasy parade is like coming down mainstream. We, I love that. We walk in and we get front row. No, like front row because no one. It's it's at the, we're at the end of the parade as they're coming yeah. around the circle, so people haven't lined up there. No, um, that's so like we, that's like Disney magic right there to get that. So spot. I mean, just boom. There was no and for kids, there was no waiting. Like literally, like floats were coming, and I mean. My kids are just like my. I had my two year old in my arm. She's just screaming. At I love it. Hi, Tinkerbell. Hi, ah. Tinkerbell. I love um, it. That so, that parade. I love that parade. That's a great so parade. Much. That is one of those parades that, like, I don't know. I've seen it 
a dozen times, but you just kind of stop and you just kind of like the, the my you know what my favorite scene of that is is the Rapunzel scene. Yeah, I have a dream. I have it. They're swinging back and forth. Like that's cool. my favorite. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The dragon's pretty cool too with the with the fire and stuff. But that and it, I just that's my favorite favorite scene of the whole show. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I love it, it. so that was a huge win because, of course, there's a lot of characters on there too. Yeah, because um, I'll be honest, we only did um, the Anna and Elsa meet and greet. I was yeah. planning on doing other characters, but my kids just wanted to go on rides, and so yeah. we were like, "Well, so which rides did you hit at Magic Kingdom?" So Magic Kingdom, we hit up Winnie the Pooh. Um, okay, nice big ride. win there. Yep. Especially that queue is pretty interactive, and so there's yep. enough going on. It's not a very long queue either. So. No, no. Um, then we did Little Mermaid. Uh, same that's thing. Always we have... a, that's like a go-to for kids, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. We love to Ariel under, to oh go gosh. under the water like that. Absolutely. Uh, um then we did Dumbo. Um, nice. Which? Nice. When was the last time you did Dumbo? Um, I did Dumbo. I did Dumbo back in 2019 when we took the kids. So I didn't realize this, but now what they do with or what they do with that, and I haven't read, written Dumbo in a long time, so maybe this is old news, and I'm just behind the eight ball. Because you know, when I'm with adults, Dumbo's not something that not I'm out like, of the front yeah, of mind. Yeah, let's let's do it. Um, so you get in the queue, and then you go to this like oh yeah, you get place. a pass, you get you get a yeah. waiting area. Yeah, yeah. They, they they implemented that when they when they installed that as part of New Fantasyland. Okay, okay. So when they yeah, built the double, that. when they bought the built the double Dumbos, basically. So you basically go and hang out in that like big top play area. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So did that. And then my, my oldest wanted to do the goofy barnstormer. That's um, an interesting ride. Have you rode that one before? I have. Um, okay. What's your thoughts? It, um, it's a great first coaster for yes. like my, my daughter yes. because it's, it's got the thrills, but it's not like too bad. And it's only 20 seconds. So if it goes horribly, the ride's over like that. So I, it was very funny because I think it actually kind of terrified her a little bit. Oh, uh-huh. uh, like, but not in like a way of like, I'm scared and I never want to go on rides. Just like as a, oh my gosh, this is like, I've never felt never done, something yeah. like this yeah. before. But again, because it was only 20 seconds, I think the shock like she she was just like in shock of like holy crap and Mm -hmm. then by the time it was done she realized oh my gosh that was actually really fun she like didn't have it is a very short coaster i i wrote it by myself just because i say i wanted to write it it's not made for tall people i will say that it (laughs) it is for it is not made for tall people it is very tight but you're right it's a good junior coaster to kind of kind of ease yourself into it i'd say the only one it's definitely not as smooth as slinky dog though no um, no it's an it's older very coaster. It's, it's an older coaster and it's very rickety yeah from what yeah, I remember. but it's so that was and that was the fun part about that just from a dad perspective like it was just me and her nobody else everyone else yeah. had gone off to dinner Aww, um, time. so we did that and then from there um after after dinner um which we went to pecos, pecos bill um where, okay. where we went um I had been looking, I had been looking at reservations all day. Um, and here, here's actually a tip I I did not realize there were three separate times, the days leading up to it that I could have gotten be our guest reservations. Oh yeah. Reservations are not nearly as impossible as they once were a, you're doing them 60 days out. Uh, if you're on property, it's 60 days out from your check-in date versus if you're off property, it's 60 days out from each date, but they've also, and I don't know if I've shared this on the show or not. They have they have let up on the 24 hour cancellation policy. Mm. Now it's a two hour cancellation policy ah. for everything. But I think I think except for like hoop de doo and maybe maybe Cinderella's royal table, so you can cancel two hour, uh, two hours or more before your reservation, which means you can be checking during the day for rando reservations at any point. Yeah. Yeah. So that just, you know, keep an eye out on reservations. I mean, we, there was some for crystal palace. There was some for, yep. we just decided not to go that direction with kids. We, we wanted to crystal do... could have worked though with the, with the, um, with, with the poo characters. Yeah. We thought about it just with, I mean, there were, there's at that point, there were eight of us and it, you know, that, yeah, that starts yeah. to balloon in cost. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause you're what, you're, you're basically what $45 for each adult probably. And yeah, 30, $35 or $36 per child. Yeah. That's going to, yeah. that's a, like, that's a pricey buffet. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. So it's like, eh, we'll just do this. Um, yeah. like but I Pecos didn't order. Not bad. Pecos, did you do the mobile order? 
Yeah, we mobile ordered. Is that great? Mobile ordering is the way to go. The other thing is I didn't this is a I have I have two parent tips, which I will get to in just a minute. And then we watched the nighttime show. Um Which one? Uh it, it was Enchantment. So um, you did watch the fireworks show, okay. So we watched the fireworks show. The when the the screams that went off when Tinkerbell flew from the <laughs> castle. Oh my gosh. And then like uh, I, I, I I will say Enchantment's a decent show. I mean, I I, I think I think we are spoiled in that happily ever after is a, an amazing show. And so it just following that you go like, Oh, this isn't happily ever after, but it, it's, it's got some fun I, moments. I was listening to my, my buddy Connor who, who runs the WDW opinion show podcast. Um, he's the inspiration for last week's show. Yeah. One of the things that he said, which I had never even thought about, but makes total sense. And the reason why people reacted the way they reacted is that happily ever after a is a great show, but B it just didn't feel like it was around long enough to totally let it run its course. Like yeah. wishes lasted for what a decade. Oh yeah. More. It was long time. It, it was, it was a really long time. Happily ever after got four years, three years, maybe three years, probably three, three, three and a half years before this enchantment show came on. And I think people, because it's such an amazing show, they're like, wait a second. No, no, no. This is, this is our nighttime show. So I am happy they're bringing it back. And I agree with you. I think again, because happily ever after is such an amazing show, it's easy to, um, to, 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 to kind of downgrade enchantment. I can say I've never seen enchantment. I won't, I won't make it, but by the time I go it, in May, it, it'll be gone. So the one thing I did enjoy, it starts out with Walt footage. Okay. And, and Walt Disney speaking. And I, I like just as a parks fan, I enjoyed that, like being projected, the early photos and videos being That's projected cool. on the camera. I have heard cool. the, um, the Disneyland 100 show is is amazing where Bamex or sorry, I did it again. Where yes. Baymax Baymax. Flies, yes. Yes. But I've heard, I've like, heard oh. everyone I follow says that that is like the pre like ultimate show, the penultimate show. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we did that. Um, and, and girls loved it. And then we went home for the night cause we were all very exhausted. Um, uh, so I, I have two parenting tips and then we'll get in, I promise we'll get in okay. a strange world. Uh, well, before, first, before you get, before you do parenting chips, did you get, did you make it to Regal Eagle? I, I, we didn't eat there, but of course I you know, bought my sipper there. Yes. I, I saw the picture of your sipper. So you got your sipper. Did you get your figment popcorn bucket too? I, I, here's the thing. That's one where like the sipper, I'm like, I can use that. Okay. I'll be honest. Not a huge popcorn guy. No. And so enough. like, yeah, I could, I could have this bucket, but I, that, that one was never like, a, oh my gosh, I, I have to have this for me. The Sam, the Sam Eagle sipper. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like my I've got my orange bird sipper, but I don't yeah. have any popcorn buckets. But if they did ever make an orange bird popcorn bucket, I'd have to buy it. I'm not gonna Didn't lie. they? I don't think so. I don't think so. They made the orange bird orange bird sipper, but orange bird Yeah. Did they really? Yeah, for uh uh twenty twenty two flower and garden. Orange bird. No, that's right? not a popcorn bucket, though. Oh, that's, that's the, the that's the sipper. Okay, that's the sipper. Yeah, I that's got the, the sipper. sipper. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they gotcha, didn't gotcha, say gotcha. they didn't make a popcorn bucket. <laughs> they, they got the sipper. I got the sipper. So if they ever decide to do the popcorn bucket, I I need the park pal. They didn't do that. I, I wasn't able to get the park pal, but yeah. Okay, what are your two parenting tips? Two parenting tips, very quickly. I never ordered food for myself because the <laughs> um, I love it. It's amazing. I, I, I never did it. I didn't need to because you know what? My kids ate food and, and inevitably, if you That's have awesome. children, you know this. Kids don't finish their food. That is amazing. That is hilarious. Yeah. You just ah! I, I didn't order food. My wife at dinner time was like, What do you want? I'm like, I'm fine. And she's like, she was she's like, No, no, you need to eat. I'm like, I will eat. I'll be fine. I had I had a taco and I had some rice and I had like I I had ate just fine. Lunch we had at the land, same thing. I had half of I had a couple bites of pizza roll. I had some nice bulgogi uh, meat. I had some <laughs> rice. Like I ate just fine. Never ordering food for myself. Did you Did you not even do any snacks while you were there? No, I mean I, oh. I, well, that's a lie. We did. We went to the Main Street Confectionery and got treats. But again, didn't Ooh, buy one for myself. What, what'd you get? What'd you get while you were there? Um, my girls wanted the giant Minnie Mouse Rice Krispie treats. Those are good, the, the, uh, right, so, especially when they're fresh. They're really good. Like they're so really, really good. There, really, really I like really the gi the giant Mickey Mouse cookie. That's mm -hmm. that's my favorite. There. I mean, uh, it, that was a dangerous place to be in. Always is. Um, By the way, do not do the popcorn in the back. Okay. Don't, just friends. 
I did it when we were there in October. If you're going to do it, don't do it with all the craziness on it. It makes the popcorn soggy. Ooh. It was not good. Okay. So just FYI. Good to know. Yes. So my number one tip, just order stuff for your kids or one. If you have two adults, just order kids and one adult. You will have plenty of food. You do not need to order yourself a meal. Um, second thing, this was the first time that I really didn't like stay on property. Like we had to park and, and, mm-hmm. and ride in. So like, especially for Magic and- Kingdom, we had to park tram monorail wait in. so did you did you drive from epcot over to magic kingdom yeah. or did you you didn't you didn't monorail it well so we we did it we we i thought about doing that and then i was like at eh, like we'll oh so what be... did you do park at the ticket and transportation center and then go to epcot from there yeah oh that makes sense then that yeah. total sense so you did monorail from epcot to magic Kingdom. no 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 sorry no 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 we drove from epcot to the we drove from epcot to magic kingdom to kind of oh. give the kids a little bit of a break that makes sense because otherwise they're on overload where if they're in the car they can kind of cool down and yeah so okay. like you know we got to the car we got to cool down got a little bit of a drive so yeah we absolutely could have done you know now, of course you only have to park one, you don't have to pay the parking fee yeah once, yeah though, so like you just show the receipt and here we go yeah um but what I underestimated was how excited my kids were to ride the tram, to ride the monorail. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's the, I would say embrace the rides that are not rides, so to oh, speak. Ho- totally. Like, hey, we're going to get on this tram. Hey, we're going to get on the monorail. Like, even before you get in the park, that's two rides. Yeah, it really <laughs> uh, and is. I, and I know they're, they're not like heavily themed or, you know, it's not like a quote unquote ride. My kids enjoyed it. It was the super sky, cool for them. Sky, the Skyliner is the same way. Oh, yeah. The Skyliner, yeah. the boats, the ferries, any of those things. They're like rides. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, like, embrace those as part of the experience is not as like, oh, man, come on. We got to get here so we can get into the park and um and and all that jazz. And, uh, yeah, because so, I would like, think your kids are going to – they're going to – they're going to pick up on whatever energy you're putting out. So, yeah. if, you're, if you're putting out frantic energy and – panicked energy and anxious energy your kids are going to pick up on that yeah but we did i mean we got there at you know we left our house about eight got you know into epcot so we could be there when it opened and we could you know you know get to things right away so we weren't up stupid early and then after enchantment was done at you know it's the show started eight fifteen. it was done by you know quarter to nine you know something like that i don't i didn't look at my watch and then we went home and we had a we had a delightful day. Like, I mean, there was crankiness and meltdowns every so often, but you just kind of roll with the punches and yeah. and go for well, it. Well, when was, you've only got one day, I mean, a, a bell to bell kind of makes sense. I mean, when you've yeah. only got the one day, when you've got multiple days, obviously, we've talked many a times about the rest day in there, you know, and when you're off property, it is also more difficult to go back to the hotel and relax and then come back. But I think I, I really that's a smart idea of if you're off property and you drive in using the car is kind of a break like yeah. that that like it gets you away i think part of it is the noise the atmosphere the ambience there's you're on sensory overload but when you're back at the car it's just you and your family yeah you can, yeah you so can, that you can put the the air conditioner on and just mm-hmm. chill <laughs> yeah that that definitely helped us so probably wasn't the most time efficient well but you're not going for time when you're with kids. Yeah. I mean, say, let's and, be honest. And part of it for, again, on, on my, we're going to be back with my girls. Like yep. it's going to be, it's going to happen. So like we didn't touch Tomorrowland or Adventureland because we just never really had time. And that was okay. No, like At that point, it's really about the kids, Fantasyland and all that stuff anyway. So Yeah. That's why we went yeah. to Fantasyland first off. It's like, I mean, let's, let's, we got to do Fantasyland. So yeah, there's a um, lot to do in Fantasyland. Yeah. Well, I, so, that sounds yeah. amazing. That sounds yeah. absolutely amazing. So it is um, here that I'm going to attempt to insert a clip of me talking to my girls about their trip. Okay. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> if nothing happens, you just hear more of Casey and I, you know that that plan failed miserably. I have no idea how my kids are going to react to a microphone. Um, well, this is just so you know, this is the 24 minute mark so put that down <laughs> i'm gonna do um a quick advertisement here oh so go for it yes like a perfect time we'll so. be right back
Okay, I am here with my children. Can you all say hello? Hello. Hello. Okay, so did we go to Disney? Yeah. Did, did you guys have fun? Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah. Okay, what was the favorite, what was your favorite thing that we did? You go first. Uh, okay, so on the Dumbo ride. I like Dumbo ride. Did you guys like the Dumbo ride? Yeah! Yeah, what did you get to do on the Dumbo ride, Lydia? Yeah. Was that super fun? What color Dumbo did you get to go in? Do you remember? Purple. A purple one? I went to go in a blue one. Yeah, we got to go in a blue one. What other rides did we do? Well, we went except we were God, right? Because it met on and so was yeah, the Frozen ride was closed. That was a disappointment. But did we get to meet Anna and Elsa? Yeah, we did. What did, Was that super fun? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what did you say to Anna and Elsa? Hello. Hello. Did, did you talk to them about building snowmen? Yeah, I did. Yeah, did, is that what they asked about? Yeah. And did we build um, snowmen here at home? Yeah. Yeah. Grandma and Grandpa. Yeah, and did you build it? Marshmallow is 16 feet. Yeah, marshmallow is really big. Okay, um, did we go on a ride with Donald Duck? Yeah. On it? Yeah. And it was funny because and it was right on the other end there. And after uh, that, and it was the end of my turn. Well, I just got it in the red. Donald, you just did it. And they were looking for Donald and Anne, and then he was it. And who is the red one? The red one is Panchito. And who is the... The green one? Yeah. Do you remember? I don't know. That's Jose. Jose. Yeah. Yeah, so we went on that ride. And we know who the blue one Yeah, you know who the blue one is, right? Yeah, that's Donald. Yeah. Okay, um, let's see. Do we get to see a parade? Yeah. Who was in the parade? Well, Mickey and Minnie and Rapunzel and Will. How about Beauty and Beast? They were there. They were all there. Yeah. A stop. And Peter Pan was there. And who was on the back of the Peter Pan and, float? And Tinkerbell. Did we get to see Tinkerbell? Yeah, we got I say, uh, I say, hi, Tinkerbell. <laughs> yeah. Who else did you say hi to? Do you remember? Do you remember which dwarf of the seven dwarves you said hi to? Dopey. Dopey. Yeah. I yeah. Say, hi, Dopey. Yeah. Snow, and there was Grumpy. Yeah. Did you see Grumpy too? Yeah. And there was Snow White there. And did one of the people on stilts come right up to you, Lydia? Uh, uh, yeah. Or yeah. one of the tall men. Yeah, that was super cool. And they were so tall. Yeah. Okay, and then we went on, did we go on the Winnie the Pooh ride? Yeah. And what did we ride in? A honey pot. Oh, who did we see on that ride? We saw Did Tigger pop out yeah. as we bounced? And 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 he surprised me. I was like, whoo! That Tigger, he yeah, likes to surprise yeah, people. Yeah. Okay, so we got to ride the Winnie the Pooh ride, and then we rode the Little Mermaid ride. Yeah, and it was, I told you there, I watched it myself, and there was empty shells. Yeah, so we got to ride, we got to ride in a shell. Oh, did we get to do the Nemo ride, too? Uh, okay. And then we got to ride Dumbo. And then, Eliza, what did you and I get to do? What roller coaster did we go on? The goofy one. And how was that? <laughs> can you, can you tell? Can you tell me about that ride? What, what was your experience? The drop was a fun, but kind of crazy. 
Yeah. But it was but you had a good time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we got to do a little shopping, right? And and we got a new pin for me. Well, who was on your pin? Wally and Eva. And where did you put that pin? On my backpack. Oh, is that pretty cool? Hey Lydia. Who was on your pin? Well, can you come here and tell everybody? They want to hear who was on your pin. Piglet. <laughs> yes, it was Piglet. And then what was the last thing we did at night? What did we see? A fireworks show. <gasps> oh, my goodness. And who flew The Bears and Ears podcast castle? is brought to you by Magical yeah. Memories by Casey. <gasps> was she That's all right. Your up? favorite podcast host is now an authorized vacation are you looking to plan your next trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Universal Orlando or Hollywood, Disney wow. Cruise Line, Alani, a Disney Resort, or Adventures by Disney? Then I'm your guy. Planning with an authorized planner through an earmarked agency like Main Street and More Travel costs you absolutely nothing extra but gains you years of experience. With someone who has helped others with their magical thing, trips. In fact, I just somebody. helped someone plan a trip That's potentially to the Grand Floridian uh, coming up in oh May. How goodness. exciting okay. is that? So, yeah. you know, um, Matt, I get asked someday? often, yeah. Yeah. Okay. when is the right time to start planning okay. a Walt right. Disney World vacation? Well, that what is your answer? The eyes of right now or yesterday. Um, all right. can you <laughs> it's never too to late. If you want to take a trip next week, I can probably help you with that. Heck, if you want to hop on a hop on the plane this weekend... We can figure out a way to make that work, I promise. Now, ideally, I'd say that four to six month mark out is probably best. That's when you're going to get the best rates, best inventory available, things like that. And right now, Matt, they're running some like amazing deals uh, for spring and early summer, up to 25% off resort room discounts right now, or in the summer, depending on where you stay, up to $150 a night in dining credits. Like, holy smokes, man. Like, it's, it's, it's really, really good. And by the way, I don't just do Walt Disney World. You want to do Disneyland? Oh, yeah. Disneyland's got some pretty awesome uh, things going on right now. You can roll the cost of your Genie Plus right into your, your um, trip. Oh, that's nice. And you can see yeah. Baymax. You can see Baymax. Baymax, or as you like to say, Bayomax. I, I don't know why. I, gotta, I don't know, man. We have to, we have to get the origins of this. So um. anyway, reach out to me at Casey Woolley. That's C-A-S-E-Y-W-O-O-L-E-Y at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Uh, or you can go to SorcererNetwork.com, fill out the initial interest form, or just message me, Facebook.com slash MagicalCasey. Uh, if you have any friends or family who are planning, send them my way too. Look, you know me, you trust me, so why not book your next magical memory with me? Oh, and by the way, if you go to Magical uh, Memories uh, on uh, by Casey on Facebook, um, there's a trivia contest up right now. Yes. Uh, you can answer the question of how many spires are on Cinderella's castle at the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. And we're going to select one lucky winner to win a $25 Disney gift card, or if we get 100 responses, a $50 Disney gift card. So that contest is still going on probably until mid-month. Anyway, Magical Memories by Casey. We are part of Main Street and More Travel, an earmarked agency. If you want to learn more, visit MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. And we're back. All right. Look at so us be a really cool podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, so um, half an hour in, we haven't even gotten to the topic we're going to talk about today. But that is uh, Disney's latest movie. I want to say it was the yeah, 61st film produced by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures uh, or Walt Disney Animation Studios. Sorry. Walt Disney Animation Studios. And that is Strange World. Directed by Don Hall, who is no stranger to uh, producing content for Disney. Um, It stars Jake Gyllenhaal, Dennis Quaid, which, by the way, they're kind of coming back together after uh, the day after tomorrow. They were in the day after tomorrow together. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Jabuki Young-White, Gabrielle Union, and Lucy Liu um, comes in a running time of 102 minutes. It had a budget of 135 to 180 million, and it bombed. 73 million dollars at the box office which is sad because it is really a great movie in my opinion so i i teased this a couple weeks ago that it it this this is very much feeling like the history repeating itself where we come off this big 
run of movies. You know, we just had Frozen, Big Hero 6, Tangled, you know, all these movies. And then you had something like Raya, which kind of feels like a Tarzan, which not like in terms of movies, but like a wasn't quite to the level of what the previous films were, but still good. And then we run into this one and it's criticized for... I, I, I don't really know what for, and it doesn't seem like anyone can give me a really good reason as to why there there's, I have some opinions and others have opinions of why this movie bombed, but like from a movie standpoint, it's not like they put out home on the range and we're like, man, why does no one like this movie? It's like, well, yeah, cause the movie sucks. This movie I watched and I went, Oh my gosh, this movie's a lot of fun. I enjoy this movie. I think this movie in 20 years that people are going to be watching, same with what we do with Atlantis and Treasure Planet, we're going to be watching go, why did this not take off? Why do we not love this? I think this is a problem of Disney's own creation. Yes. <laughs> I think Disney got scared. I don't know why they got scared. I don't know what exactly it was. But I don't know about you. I mean, I knew this movie was coming, but advertising for this movie didn't seem to really hit until like a week before it was out. Like, I knew it was coming because I'm a Diz nerd and I yeah. know it from the announcements and stuff. And But the general layperson, I don't think they, they realized that what it was. And we can't blame COVID on this anymore. No, you know, no. This know, is this Spider-Man is... has taught us and, and all these other movies have, have come out. I mean, Avatar Way of the Water is now the fourth highest gross uh, grossing movie of all time at this point. I mean, it's two point what billion dollars, right? So it, it, it's not that I this is advertising and this is I don't I don't I think Disney had a crisis of a crisis of confidence in it and in, in, in who it is and its branding. Right. And I think that they, they pulled themselves back. I think they realized they had a little bit more of a, um, a message driven movie here. And unfortunately Disney hasn't been exactly, um, uh, played, uh, or portrayed very nicely in the media lately. So maybe they pulled themselves back to kind of hedge their bets a little bit, but it stinks because the movie is amazingly well-written, amazingly voice acted and absolutely stunningly beautiful. Oh, the, the, it it has an Avatar like feel to it. Like it's, mm -hmm. I mean, the movie is Strange World, and I mean, we'll get into a little bit more of the plot. But basically, these the characters go to a strange world, and so the, the, there's these creatures, and there's this, you know, there's this environment around them with colors, and like it 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 has that feel to it. Beaut beautifully, beautifully done. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like I remember, I, I I've talked to people about this movie and they're like, yeah, I didn't realize that movie came out and, and think mm -hmm. about that for a Walt Disney animation studios movie to come out and people have no idea. And it wasn't like, again, this movie didn't come out in a random time. It came out Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. this, this Thanksgiving is the time where you go to the movies. Cause you're sick of talking to your relatives. Like th this I, is what I, you I do. Think, I, I think Disney has done this to themselves. So beyond the crisis of confidence in terms of their brand, I think the other thing that's become a crisis of confidence or, or another problem with them is they, they've introduced this idea of, okay, it's going to be in the theaters for 30 days and then we're going to bring it to Disney plus. So if you've got like, they, they have to make a decision. They have to make a decision of, you know, one of the reasons why people would go see movies in the theater, even though they would come out on DVD or Blu-ray is they wouldn't be out on Blu-ray or DVD for six or nine months. Yeah. It'd be a while. You, it like, was if a you missed long a movie time. In the, yeah. If you missed a movie in the theaters, you'd have to wait a quite a long time in order to so, see that movie. To say it's going to be, it, so I, you know, you just made a point of this came out on Thanksgiving weekend. Here's the thing. Thanksgiving, Christmas, holidays, People are at home. People are looking for things to do with their family and friends. If they knew that this was going to be coming out on um, uh, 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 on Disney Plus, and they released it, by the way, on Christmas Day, yep. stupid, stupid on their part, 100% stupid on their part, why would you want to go pay the 12 or $14 per person to see this in the theater? We happened to just go see it. We were in Arizona on Thanksgiving. And we went to go see it, or it was the day after Thanksgiving, because we were looking for something to do. 
Like it was yeah. like, oh, what do we want to do? Well, let's go see the movie because you know Nate's mom Diana loves you know Disney movies, you know, like the rest of us. So that's what we went to do. We saw it with we saw it, um, you know, together with Nate and Diana, myself, and then um, Nate's brother's girlfriend went with us, and it was a fun movie. It was a fun movie to see, and and I think that that I I think if you're gonna tell people this is gonna be available shortly after release, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Black Widow well, was the same problem. I mean, here's the thing. I I am one of those people. So I missed it Thanksgiving weekend because we were busy with family, all this other stuff with kids. It's hard to take them to to movies, all that other stuff. Well, then when I heard it bombed, I'm I'm like, oh, I'll bet this is going to be on Disney Plus by Christmas. Yep. And or soon after. And so I don't need to rush out because I'm going to be able to see it. And I have Disney Plus. Boom. Yep. That's what happened. So there was no incentive for me to go to the movie theater and pay the money when I'm like, I'm already paying money for Disney plus. So I will then just wait till it comes out. And then I will see it on Disney plus you're right. I mean, this is, this is their own doing where Mm -hmm. you have to decide that, Hey, guess what? No matter how, how much a movie bombs, it will not be available to you until blank amount or you're going to put it into that premiere access again of like we'll make it available but it's going to be the premiere access and maybe that's not thirty dollars but whatever it is but to just say i mean they did the same thing with um uh now this this was a little bit different but soul had the same treatment where they you know that movie that, was but that was right in the heart of the pandemic yeah that was right I mean, in the heart that, of the that pandemic was, but that one and then i think if i'm not mistaken that that one with um luca chris pratt no, there was the Chris Pratt one, which was in the theaters to begin with, and then they moved it immediately to Disney Plus right at the start of the pandemic. The the night one, the the one where they were something's quest. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. onward! Yes, yes, that one started in the theaters. Then of course COVID hit, and they moved it right to Disney Plus. Yeah, that was more I think of a goodwill gesture before we knew what was going on. But but, but yeah, was... Luca. Uh, to your point, Raya was another one. I don't think Raya was in theaters either, was it? No, no, Raya. Raya, they went they went straight to Disney Plus Premier Access. But all four of those films have one thing in common. That was actually during the pandemic. Like True. Onward was COVID hit. Um, Soul well, was. In fairness, though, Matt, I mean, we're still. I mean, technically, the 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 pandemic has not been lifted yet. Yeah, technically. I mean, I think people are back to normal for sure yeah. I, I, yeah. for the most part. But but you're right. Th- this one. There is no excuse for what Disney did with this. There is no excuse for the way they lacked lack of advertised it. There is no excuse for the way that it they, they could have done. I don't think there were McDonald's toys for this. Like, there's so many things that they no. could have done to advertise this. Um, I, even even the toys on Shop Disney, like there was no major announcement like there are for other things. Like they were there and then they were gone. Like it was like. They, they they very quickly pulled anything having to do with this movie. And I, and I don't know why I don't understand it because there's so much they could have done with this. Yeah. Um, it's a, so it's, so basically like this movie is, it, it, it's, it kicks off with a song, um, about Jaeger Clade, who yep. is this explorer adventurer and his son searcher Clade. And the, the preamble is basically, um, on an on an expedition, Searcher finds this plant that has like electric power, you know, can power things and says, mm-hmm. look, we found this. This can revolutionize what we how we live. I'm going to go back. And his his dad, his dad is like, no, 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 we got to keep adventuring. And kind of the, the rift happens of I'm not like you. I'm not an adventurer. Um, so his dad goes off and continues to adventure and he goes back. And, um, and Pando is what's, what it's called. And he basically, this discovery comes back and it becomes the foundation of their modern world. Yeah. Cause um, prior to that, the, the way they were living was, was very poorly. Um, they didn't, you know, they, they were trying to search for a way over the mountains originally. Yeah. That's what Jaeger was doing. And then, you know, then of course, here we are later, however many years later, this is 30 years later and Pando has revolutionized the way they live. They're living in modern times, but they start to see that there's problems that, that they're suddenly the Pando is actually losing its power and they're not, they're not entirely sure why. Right. Yeah. And so they go on this quest to, to just figure it out and they kind of get sucked down into like, this 
underworld, strange world, if this you will, strange world <laughs> of where everything's different, and 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 they start they start they start um, uh, they have to kind of run and hide and fight these various creatures that are trying to attack them and whatever. What what's really interesting is it kind of goes through the plot, and again, spoilers from this point forward. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. There's a major thing here at the end. I don't know about you, but finding out that there this is an immune system that's shutting down and they're in this living creature, that was like I totally did not expect that. Did not expect that at all. So it's fun because I went back and watched it again after I knew the twist. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to see now, like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Like, this is when they're in the lungs. This is when they're in the stomach. Absolutely, this like, 100%. Like, so, like, that's really fun to watch the second time. But, yeah, first time, it was just like, oh, there's, you know, wind, and, oh, there's a pool of acid. Like, it, it was just a strange world. And so which you're is, like, okay, cool. Which is, which is the whole point. I mean, they, they were trying to keep that from you, and they kept that back. I remember a movie called Osmosis. I think it's called Osmosis Jones. Yes, Osmosis maybe. Jones. And, and that that was Love similar that where you were inside of uh, inside of uh, uh, an immune system like that. Um, okay, so scale of one to ten, where do you put this movie in terms of like rating wise? Um, I mean, I still think like you're in the, you're in between like a six or a seven. Um, this is definitely an above average movie. Like again, like uh, and and even to be honest with you. Uh, from what from what I read on the critics, the the screenplay was a little bit criticized, but um, but they were generally positive about it. Animation, visuals, voice acting, all that they really really enjoyed. Um, like it's a beautifully crafted movie, and I'm just I, I like these kinds of movies, these adventures, and um, and then I really like the twist at the end that it is again huge spoiler. Like they're in this living being, and Pando is actually a virus that is killing what they're on and 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 I liked that. I, I enjoyed that. Um I enjoyed like healthy familial relationships. Yes, there's unhealthy ones, but like the mom and the dad very much in love. Um the um the uh the I'm I'm the son I'm I'm blanking on his name. Ethan um yep. who is an LGBTQ character very the first, very the, the 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 first openly lgbt character in walt disney's 61 61 film history yes and and his crush on another boy is a key plot point it is <laughs> it is and it and it's it's there's no hiding there's no trying to just make it a side plot no 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 it's a it is it's there it's there and it's what I absolutely love about it is it's there, but it's so nonchalant. Like, it's not like, oh, hey, look, we're, we're virtue signaling over here. No, it's here it is. We got a we got a we got a teenage boy who is uh, crushing on another teenage boy like happens in the real world. Like, that's reality. Like, people have crushes at that age. And, you know, I love that they're you know, they play games. They got the card game that they play. Like, yep. this is this, this to me, when I think about Walt Disney animated movies um, that have come out in the generation Z era. Right. So okay. really generation Z to me, probably that generation Z era probably starts. I'd say with frozen, maybe, maybe, maybe tangled. But frozen okay. 2013, we're talking within the last 10 years. This is the one that feels most Gen Z to me than anything else. Okay. It does. It, it, it speaks their language a little bit more. Like all, a lot of these other movies, I think, spoke a lot to that millennial generation. Or This just feels very Gen Z or of the kids' generation today. Yeah, I don't yeah, know they, why, but it just it has okay. that feel. Okay, it has that vibe. You know, it's like remember when um, remember the different we have the different iterations of the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, right? Yeah, and each one kind of speaks to the different generations, with the latest being Club Mickey Mouse, right? That is very Gen Z. This feels very Gen Z to me, and and I and I think um, it, it can capture the attention because it's not it doesn't. To me, it didn't feel like it played on a lot of the same tropes or cliches of of older older Disney movies. 
You're, you're right. Like it, it didn't, it, it, well, I mean like the twist, like again, mm-hmm. we didn't see that coming because the idea that they would be inside a living thing like that, that's unheard of. Um, I think you are right that it, it, it definitely is. Well, which is what they should be trying to capture. They've captured Agreed. the millennial generation like that. Would that was those nineties movies. They captured us. They, they yep. got us. <laughs> yep, they got us. They um, absolutely got us. So now it is about, okay, how can we capture this new generation? And in some cases, you know, you have to do this without just doing sequels because yes, there is something about, you know, bringing the next generation into the story, like how a toy story four can bring a younger generation into the toy story universe and then things like that. But for the most part, what creates a world of super fans is when you have a movie like a frozen that you're going to have a generation of people that grew up that, you know, frozen came out when they were five or six and in 20 years in 2033, they're going to be 20 years old and, uh, going to be frozen super fans. And because they were into frozen, they also got into the other films all around there. Like that captures them. And okay. Maybe this isn't the film to do that for whatever reason, but you have to kind of, you know, put these types of films out here that are original ideas with original characters and see if you can capture a huge part of a generation. Agreed. I give this movie same thing as you between six and seven, um, probably closer to seven in my book. It's, this is a movie I actually probably would watch again. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a one and done for me. Um, I'm, I'm sad that, it's going to be kind of lost the dustbin of history for some reason. Um, But you know, that's the risk that studios take when they put these things together. I mean, they just don't know how, how these things are ultimately going to play out. Right. Um, it, It is interesting to me that, you know, you don't see any mention of it in the parks whatsoever. So you, it looks like Disney has distanced itself from, from the movie. I did see Splat Plush in the Emporium. Oh, good. Okay, good. I haven't so, I haven't been to Disney since the movie launched, so that's good to hear. So Splat was there, but again, okay. but like you said, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of like other Disney movies where, like you said, it's McDonald's toys, it's advertisements, it's toys mm-hmm. in the store, it's Shop mm-hmm. Disney. Oh my gosh, here's the first run of these products. Stay tuned for more. Yeah. Um. And Nothing. and that just that just didn't didn't quite have the same oomph. Um, I will say also another movie really without a villain. Yes, I was just going to say, this is, this continues along that theory. There were no villains in this. No, it's I mean, now, I mean, the, uh, cap, uh, uh, the captain Lucy Liu's character kind of sort of goes there middle, but she's not really a villain. She's just trying to do what she thinks is best for her town. Yeah. There really is not a villain in this movie at all. It's it's interesting actually. I think even more so than some of the other movies we talked about. Yeah. I mean, I think it goes along the lines of, again, what is what is the thing they're trying to defeat? It is this generational hurt of grandpa, dad, Jaeger Clade kind of cast off his son and now he's trying to make his son into a farmer and he just wants to be an adventurer. And so he's trying to craft it like, like that's kind of the, the, what you're, what you're fighting against. But yeah, it's, it's not, not a true villain. And I I mean, now some of that is, um, I think that they're finding that people are connecting with storylines like this, that um, people who've had, hurt with their families or dads or whatever. Well, this goes connect. back to what I was talking about, about the Gen Z feeling. Yeah. I think Gen Z is they're, they're They connect more to stories like this that are more complex than good guy, bad guy. Like, yeah, they, I think they see gray area a lot more than maybe other generations do. And I think Disney is tapping into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's working. Um, like, I mean, I I mean, films have been generally successful, but I I am curious in like this Disney plus era, what, what are the legacies of these films? Like, I mean, I even going back to Raya, like 
Is Raya a film that we're talking about long term? Is Turning Red a Pixar classic that we hear from all the mm-hmm. time? Mm-hmm. Is our our movies? I mean, don't get me wrong. If you watch Disney Enchantment, you would think that Onward was the greatest Disney movie to ever come out in the last fifty years because it's well represented. But that's I another think... film that I'm like, what's the legacy of films like this? I don't know. I think that's a broader conversation and. I think it's a conversation that millennials and generation X are not ready to have. I think baby boomers and the generation that came before them graciously let Disney become what Disney was for the gen X and really specifically millennial generation. And I think when I, when I say that is, the millennial generation grew up with this Renaissance era type films. And to them, that is the quintessential Disney experience. Mm-hmm. But as we, in, as millennials get older, the reality is, is the Disney that we knew of the nineties and early two thousands is gone. Mm-hmm. And there are more movies now that are not the Aladdins, the Beauties and the Beast, the Little Mermaids, the Hercules, the Tarzans, the Pocahontases. There are more movies now that speak to the generation that is 25 and younger, 22 and younger, 20, you know, that group. The the if you think of someone who's 22 years old right now or 21 years old right now, 10 years ago when Frozen came out, they were 11. That was their movie, right? Um, If you think of someone who's just now 18, 19, 20 years old, they're in college, they're entering the workforce. Again, 10, 12 years ago, when they were primary Disney age, it was Rapunzel. It was Tiana. It was, you know, it was these movies that came out. That is their generation. Even they are not where Disney is. Disney has always looked at that pre-teenage and child age right and so the raya of raya's raya and the last dragon and and luca and all these movies that we're looking at now um they're they're made for who are essentially teenagers at this point right their disney looks different than our disney does you know generation z in a lot of ways they have problems with bell Right. They, they might look to Belle to some degree, but they have problems with the fact that Belle just kind of acquiesced to the fact that she was captive her entire time. Right. Like they're, 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 they have a different perspective on this. Yeah. And, I, and, and the reason why I say all this is this. I think that to us, Ryan, the last dragon, Luca turning red, this movie, they probably won't have much legacy on us because our memories are, are locked into the Renaissance era in early 2000s but to the group that's growing up when they're our age 15 years from now this is their classics does that make sense oh yeah i mean it's the same it's a little bit the same way when i was guess what when i was 10 11 12 guess what movies were out there emperor's new groove Mm -hmm. uh atlantis treasure planet like (laughs) in in a lot of ways matt it's it's the circle the circle of life. Oh my God, that was horrible. Or Disney. <laughs> yes, you, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, oh yeah, so. absolutely. That's a good point. All right. That said, uh, anything else you want to add? We are we are coming up on time here. It's getting closing time. Go watch that movie. Like if you haven't seen it, go watch it. You're gonna enjoy it. Go watch it. it. Absolutely. Ringing endorsement. Well, it is closing time. If you would like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook at the Beers and Ears Podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Beers Ears 1928. Feel free to email us at Beers and Ears 1928 at gmail.com. You can also find us on our website, sorcererNetwork.com. Find all of our episodes categorized by topic. You can also find Matt's Mistress podcast, Discontinued on Display, which I think will probably be coming up for a new season here pretty quickly. Yeah, right? we're, we're Chris and I are, are talking about it. Beautiful. Um, you can find me on SorcererNetwork.com or find me on Facebook.com slash MagicalCasey, where I can give you... Um, where, where I can give you any travel advice that you might have and book your room. So 
Okay, uh, let's go ahead and raise our glasses. This episode has been on us. We will see you again real soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you.